joining us now in studio. The commissioner of the North Carolina Department of Insurance, Mike Causey, is with us. Good morning, Mike. Thanks Good for being morning. with us. Thanks for having me. All right, so the reason we wanted to bring you in is because part of this new state budget has a provision uh, that is stripping the commissioner of his role as state fire marshal. Now, I, I don't know how many people realize the correlation between you as the commissioner of the Department of Insurance and the state fire marshal. Can you quickly explain the the connection there? Certainly. There is a direct correlation between, between what people pay on their homeowner's insurance and their fire safety rating for their local fire department, the uh, ISO, the Insurance Safety Organization, the class rating for fire departments. Fire departments are rated on a scale of 10 to 1, 1 being the best of the best, uh, 9 or 10 is usually a rural, uh, 10 is an unrated area. So if you're out in the country and your fire department's rated a class 9 or 10, you are paying the highest per thousand for insurance for your homeowners. Mm. Uh, as one fire chief in Franklin County told me the other day, their fire department uh, in Franklinton went from a class 9S all the way up to a 4. And what that meant for people that lived in that fire district is hundreds of dollars saved per year on what they were paying for homeowners. And this one homeowner actually came by the fire department and thanked the fire department for doing such a good job in, in getting that uh, class rating upgraded that there this homeowner fire tax was the fire tax was $108 per year and he says for the $108 a year investment the improvement in their fire department caused his homeowners to drop by over $400 a year i believe it was about $450 uh, decrease and People are used. They're so accustomed to insurance going up. What you know? What's this going down? Yeah, and it's all because the fire department rating. That's correct. Went up. So what goes what goes into the ratings? What 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 determines how good or bad a fire department is rated? There's a there's a long list. It's seventy five to hundred items. It's things like water supply, or do you have fire hydrants in the district? Uh, the nine one one communications. Uh, team, the equipment that the fire department has, you know, how up to date is the equipment, the response time of the firefighters and the fire department, the training for the people on the roster. There's just a myriad of factors that, that go in there. And uh, our office, uh, the Department of Insurance and Office of State Fire Marshal, has focus since since I took this job in 2017 on working with our fire departments to improve their ability to help the community and it has worked so well it's worked better than it's ever worked in the history of the state and uh, that's why so many fire chiefs and fire departments Departments are asking me, what are they doing? What's the legislature thinking? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. But in 2017, we had six Class 1 fire departments all across the state. Those were the large cities. Greensboro was first, Charlotte, Raleigh. Today, we have 30 Class 1, and that includes smaller towns like Rocky Mount, Wilson, 
uh, even really small towns like uh, Granite Quarry and Faith in Rowan County. A few weeks ago, I just presented the city of Gastonia with a Class 1. Uh, the Class 2 is really close to a Class 1. And uh, in 2017, we had about a dozen Class 2 departments in the state. Today, we're at 86. So it is working well. This legislation is going to really turn the world of the fire departments upside down, and it's a bad idea. Yeah, how exactly, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, how exactly will this affect stripping you and your role as, as state fire marshal? What is going to be the biggest difference that the average North Carolinian will notice? Well, it's not so much my role. It's the fact that it it. it this language injects politics into the fire service, which we certainly don't need any more of. It creates um, a whole new level of bureaucracy. It creates a new position. So, And then you have the question of office of state fire marshal, because office means elected official. So if you look at the sheriff's, the office of the sheriff in all 100 counties, if it's the office of... It's an elected position. So yeah. the legislature is saying the Office of State Fire Marshal will now be an independent agency, but the head of that agency, even though the insurance commissioner will nominate somebody, the legislature, the Senate, uh, it was just the Senate, and I think they changed the language to Senate and House, actually votes uh, to to confirm who this person would be for a three-year term. But it, it's absolutely uh, the craziest thing that it I've not met the first person anywhere in this state in the fire service that thinks this is a good idea. The association, uh, state association for firefighters, Tim Bradley's groups, in, uh, adamantly opposed to it. The fire marshals associations opposed to it. The Fire Chiefs Association is opposed to it, and the National Association of State Fire Marshals is opposed to it. And the craziest thing about the language that's in the budget bill, it requires this to be done effective January 1st, 2024. So you're taking 85 years of history and saying you got to change this whole system and do it within the next two or three months. It's an impossibility. So it hasn't been thought out and uh, we're hoping that the legislature will see the light and at least change the date, effective date, to push it out two or three years ahead of time and have more debate on this because this came out of nowhere. It was Senate Bill 363, and there were three senators, that, and, and they were all uh, – not to bring politics, but there was not a single Democrat that signed on to that bill. It was all Republicans, and it was uh, political payback because I had opposed let the some Blue Cross legislation. And look, Blue Cross and I have a good working relationship, and we always have, but the legislature sometimes takes things personally, and uh, they do things with, without – thinking through how the impact's going to be on the people of North Carolina. Have you reached out personally to those senators? Have you tried to talk I to them? I have, absolutely. The first, this, the, this bill was filed initially on March 27th. I called the uh, – Senator Perry was the lead sponsor with Senator Craven and Randolph County uh, joining in. I, I called him personally and asked why 
the bill was filed. Uh, the answer I got was, you have a lot on your plate. You don't need to worry about the fire departments. You just need to focus on insurance. And I said, look, you better talk to the fire service because they're not happy about this. It is really uh, upset and in some cases angered some of the fire departments across the state. And, uh, you know, we've, we thought we could work it out with the legislature, but we haven't even notified all the fire departments. So we have fire departments in many of our rural counties that aren't even aware that this type thing is, is taking place. Mike Causey, Commissioner of the North Carolina Department of Insurance, with us in studio. We've run out of time, uh, but this is something that we definitely want to keep following. We'd love to have you back in or have you back on the show. Thank you. Uh, and give and, us any updates if you hear it. And I certainly urge people to call the legislature, call uh, you know, Senator Berger and the bill sponsor, and, and let their opinion be known wherever they stand on this issue. Mike Causey, thank you so much. Thank you.